You know the old saying, selling like hotcakes? What does that even mean? What is a hotcake anyway? They should change it to selling like Hondas, because right now, Hondas are selling faster than ever. Probably because they're so rugged, long-lasting, and fuel-efficient. And if you want one, you should get to your local Honda dealer right away. Check out the eight-passenger pilot, or maybe the adventurous passport. But you gotta do it fast, because Hondas are selling like, well, Hondas. New models are arriving now. Don't wait. See your local Honda dealer today. Lamont Cranston, wealthy young man about town. As the shadow, Cranston is gifted with hypnotic power to cloud men's minds so that they cannot see him. Cranston's friend and companion, the lovely Margot Lane, is the only person who knows to whom the voice of the invisible shadow belongs. Today's story, The Isle of the Living Dead. Someplace. 
Come on, Lamont. Let's go out on deck. Yeah. Yeah, it's all right. What do you suppose he meant, Lamont? About the island? Hmm. I don't know. Say, isn't that the young girl that played bridge with us on the boat? Where? That's sitting back there in the stern. Yes, of course. Betty Fulton. Lamont, she's crying. I wonder what the trouble is. Well, let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> hello there. Oh, hello, Margot. Hello, Mark. Well, anything wrong, Betty? No. No, that is... <laughs> I'm leaving the ship. Why, Betty? I'm going to the island to look for my fiancé. David Dome. Well, that shouldn't be an occasion for sadness. I'm afraid that something's happened to me. That's why I'm here. That's why I've come to this sinister, terrifying island. No, no, Betty. <laughs> How do you know that something's happened to him? Well, six months ago, he went to New York to find work. I heard from him regularly. And then one day, I received a letter telling me that he secured a job on the island of St. Jude. And what kind of a job? Something to do with a sugar plantation. Sugar plantation? Lamont, isn't that the place at the pilot... Well, uh, there must be more than one sugar plantation, Margot. Uh, what happened next, Betty? I never heard from him again. I wrote to the steamship company and learned that he had definitely come to St. Jude, so I came to New York and booked passage on the first ship. But, Betty, there might have been a mix-up in the mails oh, or any no, number... No, no. I've heard too many strange things about the island of St. Jude. Now that I'm here and I feel the mystery of this tropical night... I'm sure something has happened to David. Come on, listen. <laughs> what is that? It's probably a native celebration. Why, of course, look up down the hill. See that faint line of lights bobbing along? Lamont, that's on the plantations the pilot told us about. Come on, Margo. We'll ask the pilot what all this means. Oh, Lamont, do you suppose it can be zombies? I don't suppose anything, yes. Pilot. Uh, uh, pilot, those lights moving along that hillside, what are they? Lights? Yes. And what are those drums we're hearing? I hear no drums. No drums, but... I see no light. Now, wait a minute. Are those zombies? Are they? Ask Gandhi. He know. Gandhi know everything. He say drum means death. Gandhi? Well, who is Gandhi? Well, we'll never learn from this fellow. Come on. Michael... Did you find out what those lights are? No, Betty. Oh. <laughs> now you know what I mean about the island. It's taken days from me. Betty, Margo and I have a day and a half to spend on this island. If it leaves your mind, we'll help you look for David. And believe me, we won't give up until he's found. I couldn't find anyone who'd take the job. All full of superstitious fear. Won't go near the Nesbitt place. I even had trouble hiring these saddle horses to make this trip tonight. Has Mrs. Nesbitt the only plantation on the island? Uh, no, Betty. There's one other. If we don't find David tonight, we'll visit there in the morning. Well, look. Look ahead there. Isn't that someone standing in the road? Yes. Brett, he can tell us the way. Get up. Get up there. Come on, we'll talk to him. This little 
big job I'm riding. Certainly must miss the old milk wagon. <laughs> I say there. I uh, wonder if you can help us. We are looking for the Nesbitt plantation. Nesbitt? Yes. Nesbitt plantation? Yes, yes. Keep away! Betty, don't, please. You call mistress, ma'am? 
What was that noise, Mondo? I find Jandy outside. I chased him away. But what was the noise beneath the house? Noise? Beneath house? Yes, those... those moons. That... that was horses. Rain make them restless tonight. Oh, oh of course. I, I'd forgotten in this rainy season we put the horses in the cellar under this room. Mistress, ma'am, that depends two horses? Yes, yes. I... I'm afraid you must excuse me. Well, of course, sir. We were leaving anyway. Sorry to disturb you, Mrs. Mansus. Quite all right. Quite all right. Mistress, ma'am, better tend to horses. Quick, yes. Yes, Mondo. Good night, Miss Lane. Miss Fulton. Good night. Good night, and thank you anyway for... Well, that's where I come from. That's known as the bomb's rush. They almost pushed us out there, too. Mama, did you hear that servant speak of John Lee? Yes. And the pilot on the boat spoke of John Lee, too. Yes, that's right. He said, ask Jondi. Jondi knows everything. Why do you think Mrs. Nesbitt was so upset about the horses? Because they're most unusual animals, Betty. What do you mean, Lamont? Well, do you remember those moans we heard in the house? I don't see how I could forget them. Why do you ask? That was the first time, Margot, I'd ever heard a horse moan with the vocal cord of a human being. <laughs> Money. More money? Why, the man? 
That's <laughs> Now he's talking in a native voice. And just a moment ago, he spoke like an Englishman. Let's find out about this. I uh, beg your pardon, sir. Yes? Uh, who is this man? Oh, just one of the natives. Yes, but his speech. Uh, first he spoke perfect English, and then he reverted to a guttural native voice. <laughs> That's why we're throwing money in his hat. Now, this man is uh, sort of half-witted drunkard. He's character around these parts because he's been gifted with a remarkable talent for uh, imitating any sound he hears. No, oh, I see. I've been told of such cases. Uh, it's rather uncanny when you first hear it. Yes, I should say it is. Now, uh, look, he's working up in another imitation. You see, he sings. Hey, I just stuck in here for a quick pick-me-up. Now, don't, for heaven's sake, tell my wife. <laughs> Here's some money for you. Uh, Johnny, listen to me. Uh, Can you talk like Mrs. Nesbitt, the plantation owner? Mrs. Nesbitt. Mrs. Nesbitt. Come on, Johnny. Now you've dropped this rain, so I'm going to punish you for it. 
Before you go to the field, you're going to feel the lash of a whip across your back. You'll see how the twilight is. <laughs> Come here. Come here. They do not obey. They must obey. Come here to me. I command you. <laughs> what was that? That voice. They no longer obey your commands, Mrs. Nesbitt. Who speaks? Who talks to me? Has one of you broken the spell? I spoke, Mrs. Nesbitt, but I'm not one of your slaves. Who are you? Men call me the shadow. I see no one. He speaks. I see no one. I'm standing right beside you, Mondor. No. No. No one beside me. My hypnotic powers make me invisible to your eyes. What do you want? Why are you here? I've come to free these men from the evil spell that you've cast upon them. No. No, you have no business here. Get out! Get out! <laughs> My power. Mondo, come on, seize me, if you dare. Oh, no, Mondo, no like voice. Mondo, no one to be near voice. Mondo, run away from voice. Mondo, Mondo, come back here. <laughs> Your faithful Mondo has deserted you, Mrs. Nesbitt. He's not only deserted you, but he's also locked you in the cellar with the slaves you've so cruelly treated. Oh, no. And they're becoming restless, Mrs. Nesbitt. Perhaps they feel that the power you hold over them is not as strong as you've led them to believe. No, let me out of here. Mondo, Mondo, open that door. That door will remain locked until you tell me the secret you've used to turn these poor creatures into living dead men. Slaves who move and act like animals. I can't. I can't tell you that. The men are becoming more restless, Mrs. Nesbitt. Soon your power will wear off altogether. And when it does, I must warn you, it would be futile for me to attempt to save you from their mad rage. No, no. Hear them? You haven't much time, Mrs. Nesbitt. You can't keep me locked up in here. You must let me out. I cannot release you. Shall you tell me what you've done to these men? All right. All right, I'll tell you. I've been feeding them a drug. A secret drug that I discovered here on the island. I thought so. Is there an antidote for that drug? No, no, it's not necessary. Unless it's administered daily, the effect wears off. Please, let me out of here. Not yet, Mrs. Nesbitt. First, you must tell me who these men are. Some of them are natives. The others are white men that I hired in the state. And you gave them this drug and put them to work in your fields as slaves, isn't that right? Yes. And you created the superstition of zombies of the tom-tom, just to keep away anyone who might be curious about your activities. Yes. Yes, well, let me out of here. I must learn one more thing. Is one of these men David Belmont? Answer me. Is he among them? Open the door. You promised me free. Shadow. I keep my promise. Shadow. You come to see me in the door. You're following my way. Where? Shadow. Shadow, are you? Come here. Shadow. Yes. 
I, I want to thank you again, Mr. Cranston, for all that you've done for Betty and me. Oh, don't mention it, David. Goodbye, Betty. Goodbye. And remember, we, we'll see you soon in the States. All, all right. right, Betty. Bye-bye. Watch your step, Mark. I'm right, getting into the launch. All aboard, sir. We're going to the ship now. Well, Lamont, I can't say that I'm sorry to be bidding farewell to the dreamy little isle of St. Jude. <laughs> it wasn't dull, Margot. <laughs> oh, I'm glad that the authorities cleared the men of any responsibility for Mrs. Nesbitt's death. Well, it was easy to prove that she died of shock. A shock induced by fear of the living dead men that she herself had created. Yes. Well, I've settled one point in my mind anyway. Oh? What's that? The only zombies that I ever want to see again are the kind they serve in a nightclub in a long, cool grass. You know the old saying, selling like hotcakes? What does that even mean? What is a hotcake anyway? They should change it to selling like Hondas, because right now, Hondas are selling faster than ever. Probably because they're so rugged, long-lasting, and fuel-efficient. And if you want one, you should get to your local Honda dealer right away. Check out the 8-passenger pilot, or maybe the adventurous passport. But you gotta do it fast, because Hondas are selling like, well, Hondas. New models are arriving now. Don't wait. See your local Honda dealer today.